It's all things MMA on KCLR. It's Ken McGuire with you. Joined as always, as we do this time of a weekend, by Miles Price, uh, head coach at Team Rhino Kilkenny. Uh, Miles, how are things? How are you? Hi, Ken. How's it going? Yeah, week's going great so far. Thanks very much. Excellent. Uh, yeah, looking forward to the weekend now. Good, good form. Good, uh, good form. Good fitness. Mind and body in a good old spot. The whole lot. The whole lot says you. Uh, Miles, last week, uh, uh, when we finished up on all things MMA on Saturday Gone, we just we had a kind of a very uh, short look at Uriah Hall and Anderson Silva. It went down yeah. last weekend. Um, kind, kind, of ended, uh, kind of ended the way I expected it was going to end uh, for Silva. I, I, didn't, I didn't anticipate anything kind of heroic or, or a throwback to, um, you know, one of the greatest of all time in terms of of performance did you did you get to see the fight did you did you make anything of it i did i did i watched it i watched the fight yeah and i'll be honest with you uh, it's just kind of sad to watch if i was being honest like you know i mean but is it sad to watch is what i thought to myself afterwards you know i was like i mean this man is just it's just it, it was only really after it like during the fight i was kind of like switching back and forth in my mind about like ah yeah but he's doing what he loves like i don't think he cares about the, f- the fame and glory anymore like you know yeah. what i mean he just wants to fight because it gives him purpose and he loves it yeah but then afterwards when you know he didn't retire and then he was like oh maybe i'll fight again i got a real sense of there's like he can't let go like you know what i mean where he can't go right uh you know I, I just can't I just I just can't let go of this like this is my life like you know what I mean and I I do you know when you get that sense of someone that they want to but yeah. they can't you know where he wants to retire and 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 find other purpose in his life like being with his family simply like you sure. know what I mean and doing the real simple things in life you know I I just don't think he's at that place like you know and I could sense that after that he was kind of crying out that he wanted to retire, but he just can't. It's just too much of a part of who he is, like, you know, and that's a that's a sad place to be because you can't really find you can't really find contentment to what you have. You're more about he's more kind of like about what he wants, you know, and he wants to fight. And do you know uh, when you're when you sacrifice yourself to be the greatest of all time, I feel like that that's 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 the risks that you're playing with, you know. I mean it becomes who you are and everything else tends to suffer sometimes, you know. And Sometimes there's no coming back from that, and hopefully, hopefully, like he can get get to that place where he can just retire, be happy with the legacy that he left, and just spend time with his family, and that's it because he deserves that. Like Anderson Silva yeah. is not only a gent, he's like a he's just a great overall um, example of what a martial artist and a champion and a legend should be. Okay, so UFC turn around and say uh, we're not going to have Anderson Silva fight uh, for the UFC anymore. That's it. He's he's done. If he wants to fight, that's cool. We wish him all the best. Uh, it won't be happening here. Uh, when the case of someone like Cheeto Ortiz, uh, similar thing happened with the UFC and then he turns around and he's he's fighting on cards in, in South America for, for different promotions. Uh, granted, I saw this week that he's after getting elected to uh, city council wherever he's living in in Florida, so he's he's turning towards. He's always yeah yeah that that just came out because the 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 elections are happening and there's there's different city elections or city council elections happening and and uh, house and senate elections happening in the states that uh, he's now uh, taking a twist in in politics and and going actually, there. Actually, did you hear of that um of one of Joe Biden's top uh, top uh, representatives and his party was Andrew Yang. 
No. You know the Andrew Andrew Yang? Yeah. That's the guy that um that's that's one of his main priorities if he if he ever gets into you know, I don't know, into power, like, you know, whatever. He's uh, he's basically going to reinforce the Muhammad Ali act across professional mixed martial arts. That's one of his number one agendas, you know. Oh, wow, that'll and be that's, interesting. That, oh, that's going to be huge, like, you know. So if Joe Biden wins, which, like, the chances are pretty high, then he's going, that Andrew Yang's going to be one of his top guys. And I'd say the UFC are just, like, to- total pro uh, Trump because of that <laughs> as as we like, as uh, we have seen in the photos and and press things and bits and bobs of course between, yeah well sure Andrew Yang is going to basically say that it's like we we're talking about last week actually you know one of the things that he's going to reinforce is fighters not being stuck in long term contracts like I was yeah, you know yeah or other guys were it's going to be a fight by fight basis uh, it's going to be every fight can be a negotiable fight and. Um, Fighters have to get minimum fifty percent of the revenue of the total company get their pair because the UFC only give away between ten to eighteen percent of yeah, their revenue, yeah. and most sports, well, all sports other than the UFC are fifty fifty. You know what I mean? So, I mean, those two things alone, like having fight, giving fighters more power in a contract, you know, in regards to having one fight at a time, they're flexible with the contract. They can like negotiate their their opponents more they have more power in regards to that choice yeah they have to they have to get paid more they have to get paid a certain amount like if somebody pulls out they still get paid like things like that like you know like uh i know if i somebody pulls out on me in a fight i'm not going to get paid you know what i mean so that's kind of the way (laughs) so it's going to be huge for the ufc if that when that happens you know Okay, well, that's that's a story. I think that we need to we need to keep an eye on. I need to keep uh, uh, keep a, a good kind of uh, discussion going because it's if if it does come into play, it's going to absolutely change the landscape as you're as you're saying for things in mixed martial arts. Uh, other yep. other news across the week, Miles UFC not dropping Habib as the lightweight champion despite the the yeah. retirement side of things. And we touched on this last week, and then we we bumped into each other during the week, uh, saying that you know you, you reckon he's he's still kind of bubbling away on the whole thirty and oh it might be that little sense of, of unfinished business or something that he, he still wants to achieve uh, there's no plans uh, to uh, delist him as the light heavyweight champion there are no plans to introduce uh, an interim title as they have done before if, if things have been held up through through injury or otherwise um, to give him time to figure out what he wants to do uh, not not to kind of keep banging on about it but um, do you see the retirement lasting long I think right now he's probably like 100%, but I think if he probably goes back and he gets the itch and he talks to his mom, I think that will all change because it only seems to be his mom that made that decision for him. Like I don't feel like that he wants to make that decision. Yeah. And I feel like that it was a tough camp because it was the first one where there was dad. And uh, um, yeah, he broke his foot and stuff like that a few weeks before. So that's going to have an effect, isn't it, on his emotions, on how he feels and I'm, I think that he's definitely 100% retired uh, because if his math says so, then he's doing it by the looks of it. So I, I think that um, if his mom changes his mind, he'll be able to change his point. Okay. Okay, well, well, we'll see. We'll 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 park it there. We might come back to it if and when we see it. The big news, of course, then, uh, and you called this uh, last week as well. But we've got confirmation that uh, Israel Adesanya is the current UFC middleweight champion. Uh, it's not looking like he's going to fight uh, Robert Whittaker in a title defense. We thought that might happen, but instead uh, is moving up to light heavyweight for twenty twenty one. 
to fight uh, the new champ there because John Jones uh, decided to to vacate things. Uh, Jan Blakovich, uh, who had seen off Dominic Reyes, probably thought Dominic Reyes was going to take that fight as well. Um, yeah. So uh, this this is this is big. Uh, last week when we talked about it, and you you've spoken about it many times that for those fighters that are really looking to make their mark on the sport and cement uh, legacy as you know potentially one of the greatest fighters of all time, that you need to shift weight classes. You need to take uh, two titles. Uh, and hold both gold and this is exactly what he is is planning to do uh, going up against somebody like Lakovich making the move up to 205 uh, and up to light heavyweight how do you see things panning out for Adesanya at that uh, well I think that's the obvious matchup to make isn't it you know because I don't, I don't think there's any really exciting matchups in middleweight at the moment mm-hmm. you know because he's taken out most of the exciting fighters like I mean uh, who, who else actually I was just thinking there who else was uh I mean, if Cannoneer won, I, f- I feel like he'd probably be fighting Cannoneer right yes, now. Yes, yeah. But, like, Robert Whitaker, like, I do love Robert Whitaker because he's everything that I would somewhat stand for, is that just, like, great morals, great principles, great attitude, uh, strong, silent kind of type in regards to being an athlete. Yeah. You know, he doesn't really talk too much smack. You know, he's a family man. <clears throat> really good for the martial arts way. He's not very marketable. <clears throat> well, you, you, you kind of know what you're getting with a Robert Whitaker fight. You do, you do. And he is exciting to watch, though, I will say that. But I don't, like, you know, I wouldn't be really excited to watch a fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I feel like that even the Adesanya fight, I was like, I don't know, do you know the way he doesn't have that kind of, like, factor? It's just he's a hard worker and he got to where he needed to. Yeah. But I feel like that for Adesanya, like, the bland, the, the, what, what, the Jean Blakovich fight is definitely the one to go for. I mean, it's a no-brainer. And he, more than likely... Can win this fight like I mean there's no doubt that he's way more elusive and skilled than mm. Jan Blakovich but he's like a robot the way he moves but he just seems to be knocking fellas out and out grappling them and you know yeah. I like him too like I think he's a really good champion I think he's a great guy by the looks of it too you know so uh nothing against Izzy but I would like to see Izzy get bet you know to be honest with you so my money's <laughs> on Jan <laughs> <laughs> well with with uh, with Adesanya making the move up he's he said in, in interviews this week he has no plans to bulk up or do anything uh, of the sort I would imagine uh, his walking around weight is probably closer to to 205 210 give or take because yeah. he's he's a he's a big enough lad so he should slot right in you would imagine without uh, having to have the added kind of uh, stress or, or pressure of, of big weight cuts before it um, so let's say um, let's say we go with your take on it and uh, Jan beats Adesanya at light heavyweight uh, Izzy returns to returns to middleweight and that's him done at light heavyweight um, or uh, let's take my take on it where we have uh, Adesanya goes up to light heavyweight uh, with that elusiveness and everything that you've mentioned uh, sees off uh, Blakovich becomes light heavyweight champion and then the obvious call beyond that is go and get John Jones in there and put the two of them in the cage oh, yeah. well I mean like already Habib's uh, <laughs> Habib's uh, pound for pounds that is threatened that's it you know yeah. like that like I mean I mean if he goes up and beats Jan and then obviously like I mean like there's no doubt he's going to fight John Jones I mean the UFC will make that shit happen like you yeah. know and for John's legacy like John going up to fight at middle at heavyweight yeah 
I mean, like, I can see John taking the heavyweight title. Yeah. And then I can see, like, the two boys with the two titles. Like, you know what I mean? It's like John Jones has the heavyweight title. He was obviously the light heavyweight kingpin. Like, unless you beat him, then you might as well forget about it. It's like Habib in the lightweight division. Sure, yeah, yeah. Well, you haven't beaten Habib, so. <laughs> and then, like, you know, and then Izzy's at that spot where he's in John Jones's position. He's two-time champion. I mean, if if Izzy beats John Jones, like, he's the best. Like, there's no doubt about that, like, you know what I mean? Because he's undefeated too, like, you know, like, yeah. like I mean, <laughs> like, that's just, like, he's going to go down as the great, like, John Jones has to win that fight. And if he does, excuse my French, but, like, I mean, he's going to, he is seriously threatened John Jones and Habib's legacy. The Izzy, like you know, if he wins these next two or three fights and he takes that middleweight title, that light heavyweight title, and yeah. takes out John Jones, he can happily retire. I'd say because he'll probably he'll probably be the pound for pound. Then what do you what do you feel? Well, I'd, I'd be very I'd be very curious to see if John Jones gets a crack at the heavyweight title before a potential matchup for light heavyweight happens so then you end up in a scenario where you have the reigning middleweight and light heavyweight title holder in Adesanya versus the reigning heavyweight title holder for the light heavyweight title it's like so many belts and so many so many things that are on the line Um, so little people (laughs) you can kind of you can kind of see the marketing departments in the UFC going into overdrive already I go we need need to make this happen do you know the only thing that I know but do you know the only thing that that springs to mind there in regards to that is is you know the way the UFC always say that they have the best fighters in the world and all this and all that like I mean is their pool really that deep if like they're if if like Lads, lads just seem to be jumping. Now I'm not like you know. I don't. I I don't want to come across like I'm the one who's like you know. Oh, what's the level like and all this? But I mean, you know, lads just taking double. It just seems to be happening all the time now, doesn't it? Like lads just jumping up in weight classes, taking belts, and it just comes to show. Like I mean, like what's the depth in half of these divisions now? Like you know, I feel like the UFC have given away a lot of their talents. Like I mean, Bellator and all that have like nearly as depth to pool as they do like mm. at this stage you know what I mean I mean I feel like that it would be great if it got to that stage again where promotion went against promotion remember that happened back in yeah. the day where Pride <laughs> went up against UFC and all that because I feel like that, that, that that's that could be the way it's going and that's what's going to happen with this Andy Yang thing as well is that the UFC won't have the power you know if the Muhammad Ali Act comes in they won't be in the monopoly anymore so yeah, yeah. I think it's already spread out enough in, in regards to across 1FC, um, uh, uh, Brave, Bellator, uh, UFC, mainly Bellator, UFC. Yeah. But like imagine imagine that they, they all this Muhammad Ali came in and it's just like that's just going to give like a widespread across all promotions of talent. And like potentially, well, who is the best? Like that's going to be the question if this act does come in and a year's time. So I mean, it could we could be seeing a day where it's promotion back to promotion versus promotion again. If that's unreal, if that happens, it's <laughs> French again. Okay, so we've had a we've had a look at uh, Anderson Silva, Uriah Hall, uh, Habib, and the lightweight side of things. Israel Adesanya, and that big news uh, for the week. And that is about all that we have time for uh, for today. If you want to catch up on previous chats, they're all uh, coming up on Spotify and other podcast platforms. You can listen back online at KCLRFanzone.com. Miles, if people want to get in touch with you in particular, what's the best way to do so? 
Oh, for everything, really, you can just contact me off my Miles Price MMA page. Uh, anything at all, really. Online coaching, martial arts in the Kilkenny area. Uh, yeah, that's it. Excellent. Miles Price, as always, thank you so much. This has been All Things MMA. I've been Ken McGuire and we'll do it all again next week. Good luck. 